So I guess I'm just going to start off with how did the whole FC Edmonton supporters group come up with this plan to try to get in a thousand season ticket deposits? Sure. So after uh, the announcement that Tom Fath was holding the first uh, the first professional side of FC Edmonton in uh, November, uh, late November of 2017, there was a few messages that went back and forth between myself and a few other um, of the I guess you'd call us hardcore supporters, the guys that have uh, been for, around for a long time. Uh, basically kind of seeing what we could do to bring back a professional team in Edmonton that could play meaningful, competitive games at a high level. And uh, that culminated in a meeting uh, that happened in early December at uh, a pub where there was about six people in attendance. And we all kind of threw a whole bunch of ideas on the table, uh, some really good, some really bad. And uh, we decided to meet up again in January and kind of start to see where we could move from there and, and if there would be enough people. So that six people turned into about 12. Uh, and then uh, in the February meeting that we, we met uh, a month later, it turned into 25 to 20, no, about 25 people. Um, in the January meeting, we talked about having a March to CPL kind of event. Uh, we realized that the Canadian Premier League was the way forward if there's going to be professional soccer in Edmonton. And so we, we tried to figure out a way that we could gain, garner as much attention as possible and make as much noise as possible in Edmonton to not only get uh, fans excited and maybe the average sports person excited about soccer, but also to gain the attention of Tom and Dave Faf, uh, the previous owners of FC Edmonton, in an effort to kind of help them uh, decide to relaunch the club and to, to make go of it as a professional side again. So what's going to need to happen for FC Edmonton to come back and for Edmonton to have com- competitive uh, pro-Canadian can- soccer? So uh, Tom Fass has been very uh, blunt about it, and um, he, he's mentioned this uh, a lot in the media, and, and uh, I had the fortune of interviewing him myself uh, back in November when uh, when he announced that the club was folding its first team. And um, he, he basically said it came down to two things, that FC Edmonton needed to be sustainable if it was going to continue on. Um, and sustainability didn't just mean, you know, ticket sales and people in the stands. It, it also meant uh, things from the city as well. Um, two facets, I think, is what he's talked about is, is a commitment from the city that it's uh, the, the government, the governing body that it's going to support and work with FC Edmonton. There was a lot of, uh, said at the time, uh, the folding about some of the micromanaging that was happening with uh, the club and, and its field time and whatnot. Uh, and then sustainability in terms of the fan base as well. Um, everything that I've uh, heard and, and everybody that I've talked to in regards to the club and, and the conversations between the city and the club uh, would say that the issues with the city are resolved. Um, things are being worked on. There's definitely conversations happening at high levels in an effort to uh, reconcile some of those things and, and move forward in a positive manner. So now the sustainability comes back to the fans. And um, Tom Fast kind of uh, talked at a meeting um, a week ago this past Wednesday, so the, or oh, whatever date that is now, I can't even think about it, February 20th, 20th, 20th. Um, and uh, he talked at a meeting uh, between a significant number of, uh, of ticket holders that said that they would be committed to putting a deposit down as a commitment uh, for, uh, you know, a, a pro team in Edmonton. Uh, and he mentioned the sustainability again. Uh, Jay Ball, the the GM of FC Edmonton at that time, had mentioned that he um, that they would need a certain number of tickets, a certain number I shouldn't say tickets, a certain number of commitments uh, made before they would look at relaunching that club. Um, from everything that we've heard, that commitment roughly equates to about a thousand tickets or a thousand uh, commitments a week. 
Um, they're $40. It's not a substantial ask. And I think it's one of those things that if people are interested in pro soccer, uh, to make that effort. Um, I can't even remember what the question was now. So uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of going on the ramble. <laughs> well, I had, I had another one. Uh, there's a lot of supporters sure. saying that you guys only have 39 days, or I guess it's probably 37, 36 now to get these commitments. What happens if uh, we don't get the commitments by then? Is that no soccer in Edmonton or is it, is it just postponing the chances of getting a potentially getting a Canadian premier league club? I, obviously, that's a question that, that needs to be asked. Um, I, I think that currently where we're at with the movement, um, for the Yake for CPL movement that uh, I'm part of, I, I think that there's a very clear, uh, we, like, I, like I said the numbers earlier, there's a, um, a growth that's happening on an exponential level right now. And I can tell you that we're having an event on, uh, as we're talking right now, tomorrow night, March 2nd. And um, we, we posted that thinking that maybe if we got 20, 30 people, it would be fun. We're, we're launching a co-branded beer uh, with Sea Change Brewing in Edmonton that we're going to have at all our events throughout the month of March because we're going to have monthly or weekly events in, uh, in March to kind of build some interest and make some noise. Um, talking about exponential growth, we, we, we released 50 tickets and it's Arcadia Pub and Bar or Arcadia Bar. It's, it's a relatively small uh, venue. So we kind of thought 50, that's, that's pretty much, that's a comfortable fill of Arcadia. Uh, and last night we actually sold out of those registrations. There's no cost wow. to it, but um, we just wanted to, to kind of see who, <laughs> what kind of numbers we'd be expecting. Yeah, uh, so we posted. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so we we posted up uh, more tickets, and those tickets went. Um, so you know, in in the matter of I think maybe a week and a half, we've we've had interest, I guess, from 65 people uh, wanting to come out to this event which is phenomenal. Um, you know, the, the interest is definitely there, whether it's the Edmonton beer community, which there's a huge community for that, or it's the Edmonton soccer community. I don't really care. I think that it's a fantastic opportunity for us to, to get out there and to, to be seen and heard and engage with people. And, um, I'm excited for the next event. We've got another one coming up on uh, March 9th at Almanac on white. And, um, I, I'm expecting it to be just as full. Uh, they have a bit more capacity. So, we can probably get a few more people in. Um, we're going to have some guests out from um, the FC Edmonton uh, Academy. So we're excited to have that as well. And, and it's going to be a fun night. And hopefully we're going to be able to, to get just as many people out for that one. Yeah, so that's cool. So FC Edmonton's pretty well uh, supporting this whole idea. Hey, they're, they're like, hey, if we could get the amount of commitments, we're, we'll try our best to get pro soccer back in Edmonton. Absolutely. And, and I think that uh, there's been a lot of talk of, like, well, if it's not going to be Tom Fast, then maybe it'll go through, you know, Daryl Cates or something like that. Right. And I can say with absolute certainty that it will be through Tom Fast. If if there's going to be a Canadian, or sorry, if there's going to be a CPL club in Edmonton, currently as it stands for 2018, probably for 2019, it's going to go through Tom and Dave Fast. Um, I, I think that... Uh, I think that, it, going back to your previous question, I think that if uh, if there's not a team... Um, I think the question will be why, why not? Um, I think that there's a lot of, I, I'm, I've had a lot of conversations with the front office uh, with FC Edmonton, primarily Jay Ball, cause that is the front office yeah. right now. Um, and, and I think that he is very uh, excited. He's very passionate. Um, he's a guy that hands down, he could get another job tomorrow, but he believes very strongly in this club and, and he believes very strongly in this comeback story of FC Edmonton. Uh, and when people believe and, and solidly believe things happen, so I think that there's a lot of potential for this. Um, I know that he's going to be ramping up things in the next little while. 
Um, so the, when you say is FC Edmonton behind it, 100% they are. Um, I think that Tom Fath wants to do it in my conversations. I certainly get that idea from him without him explicitly say, stating that. Um, but he needs to know that he's not going to be just throwing millions of dollars uh, into a, a stadium or into a team uh, like he did in the NASL. I do know that the Canadian Premier League is much more supportive of FC Edmonton than the NASL ever was. Not to throw the NASL under the bus, but uh, the communication that I've heard of is just hands down much, much better between the CPL and uh, FC Edmonton versus NASL. Yeah, well, it sounds like the NASL wasn't very sustainable for Edmonton in the first place, considering the fact that they had to go out east for pretty well every game they played. Yeah, and I think that that's a big one, too. Like, talking about uh, the CPL and kind of what happens uh, from here and, and how does FC Edmonton get this, this really a big ask of, you know, let's call it four to 5,000 commitments uh, throughout the month of March. Um, I think that when you, if teams get it, start getting announced here, and, and honestly, I'm expecting them to start getting announced relatively quickly because we're about a year from, from the CPL kicking off for the first time. Um, if you have a team in Calgary, that's incredibly more attractive for Edmonton fans to look at and to go to and feel passionate about than a game against Miami FC or Puerto Rico FC. You know, like those teams are great, but they don't matter to the, the average sports fan in Edmonton. Versus a team from Calgary or a team from Regina or a team from Saskatoon. Um, those are games that matter. You know, like how many people show up for the Eskimos-Saskatchewan games for both sides um, versus, you know, um, an FC Edmonton game versus Puerto Rico. It's not comparable. Uh, so I think that there's a lot of uh, positive things. I think that as the CPL starts to make these announcements and get a bit more of that mainstream uh, press on, on channels like Sportsnet or TSN, um, I think there's going to be a lot more uh, potential. I know that things are starting to ramp up, and now that the Olympics are done and, and hockey is starting to wind down, I would expect that we're going to start to hear a lot more uh, from the CPL. Um, I know that they've been trending when they have made announcements in Canada, so I, I would expect them to, to do the same when they were announcing teams. Do you know how many teams are going to be a part of the Canadian Premier League or have a rough guess? I know Halifax, Winnipeg, and Hamilton, they've kind of temporarily been announced already, but is there any talks... Any talks of uh, more teams coming up? or? Oh, absolutely. I would expect there to be between, uh, I'm going to say a rough estimate, probably 9 to 10 in, oh, wow. in year one. Yeah, it's going to be a solid league. It's, it's not, this isn't a fly-by-night. and it's, it, it's not going to be the MLS right off the bat, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think that people are kind of like, oh, well, it won't even be as good as you know uh, the USL in the States or the NASL, what it was. And I... I I was one of those people that said that for a long time now, having talked to the guys that are running the league, knowing some of the money that's behind the league. Uh, I have no doubt that it's going to be a very high quality and uh, it probably won't take that long to reach that level of where uh, the NASL was at. So I think, and, and having been a fan of FC Edmonton and seeing the progression from the talent level in, in year one to uh, year seven or eight, um, I think that the CPL has every chance to, grow massively and and to really put a, a very high quality product on the field within a few years well, well absolutely and and one thing one thing that's nice too is that youth soccer players are actually going to have a path to go to as opposed to just get into age 16 not being picked up by a club and then just quitting soccer now it's like it's kind of your own mini route to start playing professional soccer absolutely alan zebby has gone on record a number of times actually just after fc edmonton uh, folded the professional side. He he wrote. He tweeted out um, a couple of pages um, talking about how if he hadn't had the opportunity to play for the FC Edmonton Academy, 
and the FC Edmonton professional team um, that he would never have, he just wouldn't be where he's at right now. It wouldn't have been, you know, career as a professional soccer player wouldn't have been an option for him. And uh, it's, it's incredibly important to have things like the FC Edmonton Academy, which is still continuing on, um, as well as the first team. You need to have those players, you know, that might be, they might be 10 years old right now. They might be six years old right now. But if they don't have the opportunity to come out and see a high level of play, uh, competitive uh, play on the field, then they're never going to aspire to do anything else. And Canada will continue to be not, maybe not the laughing stock of the world, but you know, um, a very poor <laughs> uh, world player when it comes to soccer, which is a massive game when it comes down to it. I'm not saying it's the only game. I'm a hockey fan. I'm a football fan as well, but it's just one of those things that, you know, I, there's room for all sports in the city. We like to consider ourselves a very high uh, world-class city, a sporting city, but um, realistically, we only have two professional teams right now, and we've chased off a number of other professional teams. Uh, so it'd be a shame if FC Edmonton also was chased off that way too. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it kind of sucks too because last year they were actually trending upwards in terms of attendance and people knowing about the team, and then they kind of had to cease operations. Yeah, and I think that really speaks to the um, <laughs> the marketing power, I guess, of Jay Ball. Um, he came in in 2016. Uh, and, and basically is 2016 to rebuild a ton of bridges uh, to, to really kind of make a, mar- a solid marketing plan and was able to, to really progress forward with that um, very positively. Um, you know, we saw the growth go from, I don't know, 1,800, I think was about the average in 2016, all the way up to just under, just over 3,000 in 2017, with a number of games either being 95% sold out or sellouts. Um, so I think that there's a lot of potential and I think that, um, if you had ever come out to an FC Edmonton game, now's the time to kind of say, yeah, you know what? I can probably do a $40 deposit. Um, I can make that commitment realistically season tickets in my guess, no, no official numbers, but I'm guessing they're probably going to be between two and three or $400. Uh, they're not terribly expensive for, you know, 16 games. Um, what are you going to spend that on two nosebleed tickets in an Oilers game yeah, exactly. and you get 16 games out of it. <laughs> and you get more so, disappointment too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I, from all I've heard too, and, and the potential that I hear for FC Edmonton and professional side, um, it'll be a very different game um, moving forward in the future. I know that um, one of the things that Jay has said repeatedly is that FC Edmonton needs to be a contender out of the gate. And if, if this is going to go forward, they're, they're not setting anything less than championship uh, gold in their first year. So I think it'll be a very strong team uh, if it launches, and it'll be a very exciting quality of, of play. Um, but that being said, we have you know steps to take before we get to that, and that, that would be the commitment level as it sounds right now, and that's what the Yeager CPL uh, movement is about, is getting that noise, getting that attention, um, talking to people like yourself, uh, getting our name out there, getting people out to events, getting people to, to put down $40 so that Tom and Dave Fath know that there is a, a solid passion and a solid interest, if not a passion, a very uh, strong interest in this sport, in this uh, city. All right. So just to wrap it up, uh, what what is the Twitter account people should follow just uh, to get more info? And is there a website or a place you could put a season, de- season ticket deposit? Absolutely. So you can go to... Um, uh, Yeg for CPL. That's Y E G numeric four CPL on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, uh, you'll find us and, uh, that'll take you to all of our events. Uh, we're doing, like I said, weekly events throughout the month of March. So if you're free on a Friday and you're interested in having a few pints and talking some football or soccer, then, um, by all means, please, uh, come on down. Um, 
like I said, the, the next one, the, the second will be at Arcadia. The event on the ninth will be at uh, Almanac on White. And um, should be fun. Uh, you can go to the website, uh, yakeforcpl.ca. Um, you can also go to rallyrabbit.ca, uh, which is where you'll find the link to make the commitment. And um, I do know that there is a solid, um, you have to go through a bit of text, but there is a button that says make a commitment. It goes to the FC Edmonton store, um, online store, and you can make a $40 commitment there. Um, and, and it's just a commitment. It's fully refundable. And, um, you know, it's just saying that you're interested in the sport and that you want to see it come back in uh, 2019.